0: It is Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor, and we are super excited to have you back on the show, what is going on? So I'm pretty excited for today, I must tell you, I think this is gonna help a lot of you in regards to creating your dream life, which of course, I think if you've been following me for any length of time, you've seen that I am pretty good at this and a lot of the people that are close to me are also very good at this as well. So I wanna make sure you guys screenshot this sucker, I want you to put it in your Instagram story, your Facebook story, all over the place. Uh, This person is very near and dear to my heart, she's definitely, I mean, I think y'all know, but she's definitely one of my favorite humans ever. She also happens to be the mother of my babies. That sounds weird if you don't know who I am. She is the the mother of my godchildren, honestly. So I I might call her baby mama during the podcast. I don't really know. Uh, I probably won't call her that during the podcast, but I'm really proud of her. I've seen her grow a ton over the last couple of years. We started in a party plan company, not together, but that's where she first saw me. And then she was like, oh my gosh, I want somebody like that to be my leader. I want that to be my leader, Uh, followed me into a network marketing company, was one of the loyal eight. If you've been following me for a long time, she was one of those one who's like, screw it. I don't need to know anything about anything, but I'm going to I'm gonna follow Jessie Lee. I love her. I trust her. And uh, since then, her whole, li- I mean, when I say her whole life has changed, I want to let her tell her story. But it's really, really cool to watch her step much more into her own power and uh, watch her interact now with her husband, who she has retired. I shouldn't say retired. Uh, more like her husband, who's hi- who she's hired, I guess is the, <laughs> the more appropriate way to say it. Um, watch her then be able to expand her family, bring her family down to Texas. They're not talking about dreams cars. Um, and I'm just so, so proud of everything she's accomplished. So she is obviously then a mother. She is also a wife, but most importantly to me, she's an amazing, amazing friend. I said importantly, but it came out all blatantly. So I want to make sure you understand what I'm saying here, people. It's important. Um, hopefully you already know who this is by now if you follow me closely, but if she does need an introduction, her name is Courtney Shepherd, and I love her very, very much. And I'm very excited for all of you to be able to hear and learn and grow from her today.
1: So what's going on, Courtney? Oh my gosh, I am, I actually have the privilege of sitting right next to her recording this podcast. what? And I am so, I, that is literally the best introduction I have ever had. And I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. If y'all have never been edified, you gotta find a way to be edified because it feels so good. And to hear your name just spoken like that, oh, especially by Jesse Lee Ward. This is literally my favorite, favorite podcast. I tell everyone to watch it. Just, if you guys have not followed since the beginning, go back and listen and re-listen because I tell you that's exactly what I've done. This woman, like she said, I found her a long time ago and I fell in love with her energy first and foremost and the way that she ran her business. I was watching the way that she would speak and I chose to actually, you know, emulate the, the mannerisms and not in a way that was like creepy, but in a way that would allow me to embody the person that she was was putting out there right so she said we were in party plan before I literally <laughs> take her little quotes and put them into place and and I just love the way that she did everything the way you do one thing is truly the way that you do everything and so um fast forward through that to when af- after you know finding my husband who I definitely manifested into my life and you'll hear more about that to manifesting our children and then jesse lee into my life not only as a mentor that that it started out as but then became my leader and then the closest human to me from friendship to now godmother which uh i i cannot emphasize enough that there is no one out there that i would literally allow to raise my children outside of this woman so um just speaks volumes and i'm so grateful to be to have moved my family what just last month from from Mm -hmm. Washington all the way to Texas it's it's truly mainly because of this woman here and uh I just love you so much I
0: love you thanks for having (laughs) me here thank you podcast over (laughs) oh no I love it's so cool because um somebody said something about like oh you uh you know you, you you need to be able to something about family like it was something you know they were trying to be nasty about it and I and I was just like it's really cool watching you grow because I know it's an example of something that really would have bothered you a couple of years ago until you've grown so much that you're realizing, well, you actually get to control the people around you. You get to choose who your family actually is, and so it's been really cool watching you and Josh uh, really grow and step into this this role of leading not only a lar- very large, you know, multi million dollar annual organization but also uh watching you lead your family and what's right for you and i think that has a lot to do with manifestation and a lot with becoming more confident in who you are through watching and then like you said um emulating mannerisms and behaviors of people that you you want your family to be like so i think that's super cool Um, All right, so let's chat. Let's talk. Can you let people know uh, maybe an example of... of, Well, maybe you should take them back. Why don't you take them back to what your your life was like? Uh, And then when you started to kind of become more aware, I should say, of different things in your life that you were able to control, and then some maybe examples of things that have shifted because you have taken control over your life.
1: Yeah, I... Before... I definitely... I think women go through this just in general and especially when you become a mom, just that feeling of unworthiness and, you know, not being able to feel like you're always in control of the things around you. And I was definitely one of those people who in the past was not as woke and developed as I am today. And I took control of that part of my life. I didn't like the feeling of you know, negativity bringing me down constantly. And I didn't, I would I would actually feel myself starting to be drained around people. And I had to shift that and shift the people that I was surrounding myself with. So taking, uh, you know, before truly, I was in horrible relationships. It wasn't just my, like my family was bringing me down. The men that I was finding myself in relationships were bringing me down. And I truly had to to shift and start focusing on myself and learning to love myself. And this was even before Jesse Lee became a massive part of my life. And if you guys have followed her for any amount of time, it's it's that's one of the forefronts is all about self-love. Learning to love yourself first and foremost. And I took myself on that journey, gosh, like over 10 years ago and got really focused on that. And I believe truly that that is what led me to my husband. I started writing out exactly what I wanted him to look like, like down to his zodiac sign, to the way that he would treat me, the things that we would do together, the way that our family, like our children. I wrote down everything and I constantly would talk to my friends about that. Uh, To the point of even telling my friend all the time that I'm going to find you in a male version. And (laughs) I, lo and behold, like I was done looking, I was done trying to search for relationships and he stepped quite literally like right in front of my face and the rest is history with that. Um, you said being, finding a time whenever you were in control, right? Like,
0: well, yeah, like give us an example of maybe, I mean, you just mentioned Josh, but just in general, maybe of your life not being what you want it to be. And then you, you realizing that you can actually control it.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely, that was the biggest shift was really finding my self love and, and then I got into, I really loved to be able to spend my money on things that would give me experiences and so I took control by, in the past working multiple jobs, and that was extremely exhausting and. And then it shifted to okay, well, I can actually run my own business and be able to control the outcomes through my business, and that is really where personal development took off. It's where I started to realize that uh, there were other people like myself that wanted to become better every single day, and that getting into this space really, really took that to a whole nother level.
0: What does that mean? Like getting better every single day. What does that? What does that actually mean? Because I think a lot of people say that, but then there's no actual. Tactical like oh, this is what I do and this works really well for me blah blah blah. What does that mean for you?
1: So for me, I don't just personally develop I make sure that when I am Putting positivity between my my two ears that I'm actually implementing the action taking action every single day and pushing myself closer to my goals so um, Better every single day is to figure out where my areas of growth lie so not necessarily calling them weaknesses all the time, but looking at them as areas that I can grow in identifying those and then getting better at it. If does that answer that question more?
0: Is yeah. But way? like, what's like an action, like maybe uh, an actual tactical, like, okay. So let's say, so you're developing and then how, like, give me an example of an action maybe that you would take. So like if you were listening to the, to a podcast or something.
1: Okay. So if I was trying to take action, to become a better version of myself. I would t- I would literally take what I'm learning and what I'm feeling and what's w- resonating with me and I would give that value back to other people for sure because it helps me hold on to it more and it helps me uh retain that information and then it uh, it truly becomes more of an embodiment. So when I was li- literally listening to you train a certain way or You know, talk certain ways. I would take that and implement it right away to see to try it on and see does this fit me? Does this feel like me? I would, I would practice it and I would, literally perfect it.
0: Yeah, I feel like the best way to learn is to teach, and so I think one of the smartest things you can do is what you just said, which is listen to something like this, watch something like this, whatever, whatever you're you're listening to or doing, etc. And then implement, 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 so it gets actually ingrained in your brain. I think is a huge takeaway that not enough people do. Um so you you mentioned a few times about 10 years ago you started getting more into self love. Uh can we talk about that? Like what does that mean? How like what were you doing uh prior that made you realize you needed to work on that? And then how has your life changed <clears throat> uh in regards to loving yourself? And and what do you do to make sure you love yourself?
1: So I started hitting the same wall over and over and over and over and over again I was finding myself literally dating the same types of people and falling into the same types of relationships like friendship wise so I was give starting... us an example oh lord get okay.
0: nasty with us come so on so
1: I was I was truly oh you want to get nasty I was in multiple relationships where I was verbally and then even to the point two times in my life where I was physically abused and that made me realize that I'm just going to be honest with you guys that I was pulled into the relationships that I actually was watching my mom Mm -hmm. be in as a child Mm -hmm. and when that started to hit me that I couldn't open up about these things, that I couldn't talk about these things with other people, I realized that this wasn't the life that I wanted to lead for myself. And ultimately, I heard somewhere, it was probably a podcast that I was listening to, it was a woman that said the first person, the longest relationship that you're ever going to be in is yourself. Mm -hmm. And that you need to learn to marry yourself. And it's funny because I'm pretty sure it was actually before I heard you say it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I know I've said it. I know know I've said it. it (laughs) Uh, It's You have to learn to marry yourself and love yourself first. And I had no idea what that looked like. I had never known what it felt like to love myself and I realized that I was trying to give something to other people that I wasn't even giving to myself Mm. and that was really whenever I realized that I had to shift because I didn't know what that was like I didn't know even how to accept love from my family I didn't know how to accept love from a partner I didn't know how to accept love from a friend and I was actually a social alcoholic for a couple of years of my life um because I thought that doing what, being around those people and having the fun and being the life of the party because I'm pretty funny, I like to laugh, I like to dance, I like to sing. And that was where I caught myself up in that, that atmosphere because obviously when you're drinking, most people want to laugh and dance and sing, right? Um, and spending just a short amount of time in that space because, I mean, two years of my last almost 31 years of life is pretty short space time space for me um, I realized that those people didn't actually love me. They didn't care about me. I wasn't actually their friend. I was just another, I don't know. Just, I think that's, I think that's a good, like what
0: you just said, I hope people listen to because I think a lot of people think, Oh no, those are my friends no, these are my friends. These are my friends. I want you to look and see if this is a situational friend or if it's actually a friend, Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of situations, because I think people are so scared to outgrow these people that they see as their quote unquote friends or even their family sometimes. But the real thing is like, would that person actually be there in a crisis? If you told that person, Hey, I think we're drinking too much. Can we go out for pizza sometime instead of all or whatever, you know? And they're like, what? No, dude, like Friday nights we drink. You know, we don't go, we're going to the bonfire. I know you're from the country, so I know how that, you know, whatever. I know what we all do that. <laughs> like, then that's probably not actually your friend. And if that's not where you see mm-hmm. your life going, because I relate in the sense of people wanted to do all these things and I thought I was crazy because I'm like, that doesn't even interest me. Like, I feel like I'm doing it because that's what you're, aren't you supposed to do that when you're 20s? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in your 20s and then being like, that. Ah, this is not, I, I don't like who I am. Right. And kind of noticing that and then realizing like you're saying, like, wait a minute, is this really the person i want to be in it it, maybe it's just two years but two years is a long time you can make one mistake that ruins your entire life giving us two i mean giving yourself two years to i mean for some of you you just need to hear that and you need to so i love that you said that you need to stop and say are these people actually my friends like you said you were realizing like these aren't my friends these are my drinking buddies there's uh there's a big difference there
1: yeah. And it took me, it took me down a, a dark hole. So I think we can all relate to the feeling of again, going through a time and space when you're not really sure where you fit in and where you go. And I'm going to tell you right now, like you never actually arrive. You're constantly wanting to be a better version of yourself. Like I've obviously been giving examples of. And so like she said, even though that was two years, that two years felt like forever. Like you're only in high school for four years, y'all. So for, that's literally, I was, it was not in high school. I actually did not do the drinking in high school. It was after I turned 21 and, well, actually after 22, I got out of a relationship that wasn't one of those awful ones and I got, I just went down the spiral and so I I tested it out and I, I chose to be the designated driver and I chose to go out and not drink and it didn't feel like me. Like, I'm going to repeat that. It actually didn't feel like myself. So when I told you to try things on for size and see how it fits, are you drinking because you actually, you know, that's your thing? Or is it because you just are wanting to surround yourself with those types of people, like she just said? So once I stopped and I started to realize this isn't me, that's actually when I started to realize I am doing this to to find people who love me and these people don't actually love me. I would reach out to spend time with them, like she said, and they weren't there for me. I needed a friend in need or I actually hit a wall with people that were talking about me behind my back mm. over and over and over again. And I was the one that was feeling some type of way about it. And so um, the way that that really propelled me forward was I'm still, I'm still grateful for that experience. I'm still grateful for the terrible relationships. I'm so blessed to have been put into those positions because it allows me to know the things that I will not put up with. It allows me to appreciate the love of my life that I have now. And the fact that our our journey actually started through a, through a, a bar scene as well that we got introduced at. And, you know, it only took about a year into a relationship for him to realize that that for us both to realize that that wasn't part of our lifestyle either. And I'm happy to say that uh, five years into our relationship, now that we are both completely sober, and um, his his sobriety date definitely just hit right when we moved here, and I'm just extremely proud of him. Um, Me too, Baby <laughs> daddy. I know you're listening. And I will say that uh, I am surrounded by so many incredible sober friends <laughs> sober friends because we don't need the alcohol we don't need the party atmosphere and maybe because we actually like each other and I, that's a and thought i think that too
0: um so question though so what are some to do's for self-love so let's say you're somebody who's listening to this and you're like that's me i'm in the bad relationship i have the 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 life that sucks my friends are all trash like this what am i doing like come on like where how did you really start this journey is it just talking to yourself in mirrors like what are yeah. the steps for somebody who is trying to pull themselves out of the situation that you're describing and g-
1: giving themselves you know a chance at that self love so for me i had to try on different types of development i had to pour different people into my brain i had to look and and search it like how do you how do you self love like what does that even mean and it was definitely affirmations for sure so for those of you who guys maybe don't like that word um i just had to talk positively to myself i actually would have to find ways to stop the thoughts in their track of like Oh gosh, they don't actually like you. That's stupid. You're not like you're not actually resonating with people, or that doesn't make sense. Why would you even wear that? Like, I right, guys, I did not like my feet and would not wear flip flops for the <laughs> longest time. <laughs> as silly as that sound, but I know some of you guys are listening right now, and there is something about your body that you try to hide from other people. And so truly it was it was talking to myself positively, stopping the moments from being stopping those, those negative thoughts in their tracks and shifting it immediately, like stop and shift and think about everything is happening to you for a reason. So appreciate those thoughts that weren't as good in the past and find whether it's books that you can listen to or people that you, that you resonate, that you want to hear, um, you know, other people that love themselves, start to follow them. And again, embody that person, write down your list of just like, what ifs, like, I mean, we've talked about this in setting goals and things like that, but what if you allow yourself to love yourself? Like, what if you allow... Like, what if you put smiles on other people's faces? I would push myself to make eye contact and not break it. I would push myself to wear things that I wasn't comfortable in in the past, and I would... I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, you look good. Like, you look phenomenal. Or hey, I, would I saw wear- that
0: selfie on your phone today. Wow!
1: I would find colors that I knew that I love. Like, colors that I, I look good in. olive green. So does Jesse Lee, in case you didn't know. But I would wear a color that actually looks super good on me. I would find more of that. Like, don't buy things and don't put on things that you don't feel good in. That you don't feel confident in. Look at look at what confidence looks like to you, okay? You need to write down what does confidence actually look like. Is that, are you hunching your body over? Are you slouching all the time? Are you standing with your shoulders back and proud of who you are? Are you, again, becoming that better version of yourself every single day so that you can show up for your children the way you want to show up for them? And, oh, man, that just hit me hard because... That was really the biggest shift was me having my daughter and realizing that if I do not learn to love myself, if I do not learn to walk confident and stand tall and, and show the example of who I truly want my daughter to be, if I don't talk to myself the way that I would want my daughter to talk to herself, I'm just, I'm not doing it right and so i i mean we got pregnant with her a couple months into our relationship and i'm so grateful that we did because she's four years old and i see the confidence in her i see the way that she loves herself she talks positively to herself um and and yeah oh man my baby girl (laughs) she's awesome i love it so
0: it's it's actually such a good example to use though because with her daughter's madeline with madeline like when she does not speak kindly to herself it's so glaringly like it's it's so different Right? You're like, whoa, 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 where did that come from? We don't, you know, because you're so used to hearing her talk about how she's smart and, yeah. you know, all these all these different things. So, and so, yes, you guys are great parents. I love watching you parent.
1: You can even, like, I've heard this a couple times, which it did not work for me, but snap the rubber band on your wrist if you think about negative or when you're talking to yourself positive, like, change, I don't know, wear bracelets and shift the wrist. Like, just little things like that. There's all kinds of examples of this. I just... Mm-hmm. I would Google search and I would dive deep into into those things.
0: So I love what you said. You said write down what does confidence look like and show up like that. And so the cool thing is if you actually do that as an exercise, you're all going to pick different things. Because what confidence looks like, there's certain things I've never seen a confident person give a presentation with their, like she said, their shoulders all rolled forward and you know hunched. Just like I've never seen a, po- a really happy, confident person texting some somebody good news all hunched over. They're all chest out like an eagle or something, right? It, there is a way confidence certainly looks, but how does it look for you? How does it show up for you? How does it? How how is how does your voice sound when you're confident? <laughs> right. All of these different things, because those things shift. All of those things shift. The speed in which you talk when you are confident is different. The the just the the, the actual um the actual volume of how long loud you talk when you're confident. You know if you're if you're shy and if you're unsure, you know just just think about it. What does that look like? It's pretty obvious. So I like doing that. What does confidence look like? And I like that you said, hey, like take a look through your closet. You know, go through there and say, God, I, I do not like how I look in that. Then Marie Kondo that crap. Okay, it's not bringing you joy. And I want you to sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Make some money. Everybody likes those Benjamins. Okay? So you make yourself some money off of the stuff that is not bringing you joy. Maybe maybe you love that red dress. Well, then maybe you need to get more red. Mm. You know? Maybe you know you look good in blue. I know I look good in blue. Hello? Okay? Like, I know what colors I look good in, like she said. I know what kinds of cuts of clothing I look good in. I know what I don't look good in. I mean... Like I see that the flare pants are making a comeback, I'm like, oh no, my legs and your legs too are way too short for flare. I'm glad we did not we were not born in 1970 because we would look tragic to say the least. But uh, you know, some of you look bomb in that. Maybe you need to fill your closet full of flare pants, and the rest of you need boot cuts. Jenny. I don't know, huh? Jenny
1: Elizabeth can
0: Jenny for Sure, for sure. But I do not have a body type. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just different. Maybe it's confidence. Who knows?
1: All right, so you mentioned being aware of
0: energy and consciousness. Can you go into some of that and how that may have played a role into helping create this life that you live?
1: Yeah, so for me, energy is everything. (laughs) Energy is everything, and I really have always been an intuition follow-your-gut type of person. I just didn't know how to listen to it for a really long time. I think that's
0: normal. I think a lot of people, they look back on it and they're like, I, like I'll like use an example. Yeah. I don't need to cut you off. No, it's okay. But I remember when I met somebody in our first network marketing company. I'll take it back before that, okay? So I let me take it even before that. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I first met the CEO of our direct sales company. mm Okay, so I remember meeting him in a room and it was like my gut, my gut literally turned over. Uh, The story is I threw my, I shoved the table back, threw the chair back and said, are you effing kidding me? And I I knew I did not like him. Like my entire physicality, how many of you can think about an example like this? Okay, my entire physicality was like, demon. (laughs) Like I just knew, I'm like, oh God, I think I see the horns popping out of his head. And then for two, nearly two years, I guess a year and a half, I just kind of kept ignoring that every time he spoke the little like thing, like the hair on my neck was like, nah, sis. Or every time he said something, I was like, oh gosh, this is, ugh, we're spinning stuff to the, I don't like spinning stuff. Why are we spinning stuff? And I ignored it until I finally didn't ignore it anymore. And then it was like, well, of course you've known for two years. Why have you been ignoring it? And then the same thing happened when I went to check out my first network marketing company. I even said to the guy, hey, because he says, oh, I'll come to Maryland. I'll meet your team. I said, no, no, no. My team's not going to like you. You're going to remind them of our former CEO. We don't like him. I literally said it. It came out of my flipping (laughs) mouth. Intuitively, I knew the master distributor was a big turd. Okay? Okay. And I still, I mean, so for those who are like, oh gosh, this is me. I'm constantly self-sabotaging and not following my intuition. Listen, it's like she said, you have to learn to trust it. That was, when I left that, my first network marketing company, that was one of my big, oh, thank you, God, this is a huge blessing moments, was I learned to trust my intuition just so much more.
1: And that's exactly why we are aligned where we are right now. And I think that if you guys listen to that story closely enough at all, that was a confidence issue. Like she... Did not have the confidence in herself or within her energy and her intuition that she does now. Which is why we are aligned where we are aligned. Yeah. No, I completely agree.
0: So following your gut, what else do people need to know in regards to being aware of your energy? Because you were saying, oh, I cut you off, but you were saying I've always been, uh, you know, more aware of it. Yeah. and yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I definitely have taken myself through that path, I, I I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this, but I have definitely lost my way with my faith a time or two, right? Just questioned things and not really been sure of things. And so I had to allow myself to open my heart And my soul back up to that. So you cannot become a woke human if you are not open to the possibility of it. If you don't even allow yourself to step into that power, there are doors constantly opening for you nonstop. And you are just ignoring them. And you are shutting them down. And you are judging them. Mm -hmm. And you are just, you're creating this intense wall around you. And if you're wondering why you are where you are, honey boo boo sis you need to look at yourself because that has nothing to do with the world around you and everything to do with you if you want to change the way that you view your world you need to change the way that like if i'm saying that wrong if you want to change your world you need to change the way that you view it okay because that is all that it is it's perspective it's just the way that you're currently looking at it and so allow your mind to shift into something new and that is where the consciousness comes into play and I have always been intrigued by this, you know, psychology and, and whatever, whatever that has always, I've been drawn to that. And so I needed to learn more about how that worked. Why is my mind doing what it's doing? And that was also that really kicked in around that self-love journey was just to figure out why is this happening and stop it. And Mo Robbins was one of those first people that truly, truly like resonated with me a few years back of, I can shift my mind from doing the thing that I don't want it to do to doing what I need it to do by five, four, three, two, one, just stopping and halting it because there is a habit loop that's being created. You're, you're creating habits around you, whether you're choosing to or you're not Hmm. every single day.
0: We had to do five, four, three, two, one before we did this because, uh, my energy was all kind. I mean, not bad. No bad energy. Just this would, this was my, I don't even know what number of recording of something, Today this is, and I'm like, man, it's the middle of the afternoon, and we were just, and Alexander actually was like, five! Okay. I'm like, oh, God bless him. So we moved our bodies, we did peanut butter jelly time. If you're, I don't know, I don't. if you're in Alexander's generation, you don't even know what that was. He looked at us like we were crazy, but look, these old ladies on this side of the desk were all about it. But, uh, and, he feels attacked, <laughs> he feels attacked <laughs> but he didn't know about peanut butter jelly. So that, I feel like we feel I feel like we attacked us, babe. I think, I think I just attacked myself and Courtney. I call this mm. old. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. We're the old ones. But uh, I love what you said. You must have your possibilities open. Um, because I think so many people, you know, they, they miss out on opportunities that are literally placed right in front of them, you know? Uh, they constantly are, you know, hoping, praying, manifesting, whatever you want to call it, for, for something better in their life. But the opportunity literally is placed right in front of them and they don't even see it. Uh, and so I love that you said you just started having to trust yourself and have more faith and stuff and understanding the perspective, of course. Um, and I love that. Allowing your mind to shift into something new. Yes, a lot of you just need a little bit of newness. A lot of you just need a little bit something more. A lot of you just need to, to lean into that a little bit harder mm-hmm. and understand that maybe the path you're on right now is not the path you necessarily need to be on, and you can
1: make a little shift. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, and that's for real, for real, <laughs> because I definitely have taken myself down that wreck reckless journey. And I will say that when I realized that the negatives were far outweighing the positives that that's, that's truly whenever I was open to shifting myself.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, one of the coolest things I know is that when you look back on stuff, like you'll have those moments where when you're going through it, it sucks. Mm -hmm. Like worst ever life sucks. Like even just using you and, you know, your family obviously as an example. There's so many situations where you're like something's got to give. But then you look back on it, you know, now's a great time obviously. You look back on it, you've moved in, into, you know, a location you've wanted to live in and you've got a beautiful home and your kids are thriving and your marriage is so good and your friendships are better than ever. It's like everything's coming together. And you can. And when you're, if you're one of those people going through the pain right now, I encourage you to look back after you're done going through it. And understand all of those things that were so awful to you and hurt so badly are all setting up for success. But only if you're open to that growth, only if you're open to those opportunities will you have those and
1: have that experience. Yeah, I 100% agree. I definitely realize oh gosh you guys if you are not giving yourself homework I just I'm so blessed I am so blessed to have a mentor and a leader who was constantly giving me things to do this (laughs) is where I go back to like if you're going to implement self-development you can't develop for hours and not take it and put it into action and I'm so blessed and grateful that I was able to have so many hours of homework where it actually made me implement as I was listening and that is what truly shifted I remember our homework that we had that like it was the confidence homework we had to take photos of ourselves in a confident position, like standing with I your arms do it again. out. I think we, need I think we should to. do it again, especially right now. Like, how does your voice sound? Like knowing all of those things and and truly just be, becoming aware of of who you are right now and who you want to become and just being able to, to again, move our family, bring my husband home has completely not only shifted my relationship, it's shifted the way that I run my business. It's shifted the friend that I am, the mom that I am, and the way that I'm showing up for my entire team. And, and don't allow yourself to think that like, Oh, it's going good. Something's going to give. And like, don't get yourself into that either. Just remember that everything is happening for a reason. You are exactly where you're meant to be. You're learning the lessons that you're meant to learn as long as you are taking them that way and not making the same mistakes in the future. Mm.
0: I love that. I love that. Cool. So I love that you reminded me of that homework actually. I completely forgot about that. I remember that though. It's when I used to do the little lined the lined homework assignments. Like mm-hmm. it looked like it was written on a on a journal uh, yeah. like this. I still remember.
1: you uh, did that to get to the
0: to Orlando, I think, for a retreat.
1: Yeah, and now we're in a house that looks like that.
0: I know. Ooh. Speaking of manifestation, yeah, so Cordy was one of the people who won a retreat with me to a home. in. Uh, I used to, I still run retreats for the team. What am I talking about? But uh, this one house in Florida, and I remember I rented it for the week. It was $22,000 or 20 27th I don't know something ridiculous for a week uh in Orlando Florida and the home I live in now is so there are so many characteristics throughout the house where it's like That you, I wasn't even thinking of it, but I know I said stuff while I was in that house. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I was saying things like, "God, it'd be so great to have a pool." Like that pool is almost identical, almost exact same, almost exact same. It's creepy. (laughs) Um, Even little, just little things. We kind of walked in for the first time, and I looked around. It's, it was almost like I had been in this house before Mm -hmm. because there were so many similarities. And I mean, we're very similar in aligned with this. There's so many examples where my life has been manifested, uh, before I even knew that it was manifestation or you can call it praying for stuff. Uh, we were really woo woo girl on our team, Luna. And she's like, she's like, you're the manifestation, actual queen. Like, I don't know anybody who manifests better than you. And I'm like, what? She's like, you need to write a book on it. I'm like, I don't even know how I, you know, but of course I, I know what I'm doing. It's all just, it's conscious, it's conscious awareness and really hitting on that energy, um, that you mentioned. So, I have a question for you because you kind of started to mention it with the Mel Robbins 54321. Uh, can you talk a little bit about managing your energy for people who mm. are like, okay, I get it. Y'all danced around a peanut butter jelly time and Alexander didn't know what you were doing. Uh, that's cool. What are you talking about? Okay, how? I don't know what it is either. Peanut butter who? We're making sandwiches? No, no. All my old people. Come on now. You know, teach the youth. Um, but uh, what do you do?
1: So for managing your energy, y'all need to go, you need to look up peanut butter jelly time, okay? Uh, Managing your energy, there are moments when in the past I have definitely felt extremely low lows and I had felt these high highs and you like, again, that was before I was able to develop myself and starting to recognize, wow, I'm in a funk. Like I'm snapping at the husband. Something's wrong. Like my children are getting under my skin a little too easily, right? Mm-hmm. I am literally the most patient person that I know outside of this Jesse Lee over here. I am so patient and I'm so calm and I have to realize when my energy is getting off kilter. And if I'm not fe- if I'm feeling a little funky and I don't mean I need a shower y'all. I'm which we do need to make sure that we're taking those daily. So here's a check. Check yourself right now. If you haven't showered, (laughs) if you haven't showered today, go ahead, go get yourself in the shower. But I would feel like I'm in a funk and I would play music and have a dance party. Or I am making sure that I'm making this cheesy grin on my face that I I heard from this wonderful woman that I know that I'm sure she's made you guys. I'm pretty sure you've done that on the podcast. Sure. Pretty sure you have like holding a cheesy Cheshire cat grin on your face for five seconds. Like, Do things to shift your state, whether that is jumping up and down or dancing, like I just said, or smiling, or, I mean, there are, I don't know, can't even think of other ones, but that is definitely um, some big ones for myself. Getting yourself outside into the sun is a huge one, especially right now, if you guys if, if there is any glimmer of sun, I lived in Washington State for three and a half years of my life. There are like 265 days of overcast on the west side. I had to make sure that I stood in the sun no matter how cold or warm it was. I had to get that vitamin D on my skin. It feels so good. So that's just, that. that's a huge one for me. And knowing what, where you Like if you're a beach person, like get yourself there. If you like to be outdoors, put yourself outdoors, whatever really makes you feel full and fills up your cup, whether that's yoga or whatever that looks like for you, y'all don't stop doing those things, do them more. And when you're feeling, when you recognize like, I'm not in, I'm not happy, I'm not in a good mood, put yourself in that place that makes you happy and in a good mood.
0: I love that. Yeah. Be aware of what makes you happy. You know, maybe make a list of that. I Mm -hmm. I really like what you just said about knowing where your happy place is. Um, Oftentimes, you know, if I'm even just in a random stressful mood, I'll go open a calendar and I will literally, I know this is a little extreme, but I've earned it. I'll book a trip to Hawaii. (laughs) Like, I'll just be like, okay, now I have something to look forward to. So when I'm being a little grouchy poof for three minutes, I can go shut up woman back to work four weeks till Hawaii, Mm -hmm.
1: you know? So uh, that always helps me right now.
0: i'm supposed to be there right now but alas i am in you know what though i actually got a really good text to put some stuff in perspective today i'm actually from bryson and he said he's like i was just thinking about something you know as soon as this corona stuff is over you're not even going to be able to enjoy the house that you love so much because you'll be back to traveling so enjoy it i'm happy you're home and i was like you know what i Do love this house. Like I have good energy in this house. My diggity doggity doo-doos are happy in this house. My man's happy in this house. When the team gets here, they're happy in the house. You're happy in the house. So where are you happiest? Mm -hmm. And spend some time there. And and you know what? You gotta earn it though. I would not be booking trips to Hawaii if uh if I was not a work a workhorse. I'm telling you, right? You know this, right? I think too many people. They're like, oh, she, she said when I feel sad, because what can be misunderstood will be misunderstood. She said when I'm sad, I should just go to the islands. I didn't say that, right? Like, but you need, maybe you set a goal for yourself and we're going to put together that Candyland. I'm going to put together this flipping Candyland. We're going to have a, we're going to have a team Candyland resource. It'll be on jessieleeward.com. Y'all can check it out. But um, you, half of you have no idea what I'm talking about. By the way, the letter of the episode, before I forget, is R, as in radiant, as in, Revolutionary, as rambunctious. in rambunctious, as in rah rah rah, as in roly poly oly R is the letter if you are doing this current scavenger hunt, but no, you really, you really have to earn it. You know, I think that's something that I used to always do. Is I would say, okay, let me bite off a little more, 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 and then when I, when I, when I know I've deserved the trip to somewhere, or I know when I've deserved the ice cream cone or the, um, whatever it is, um, that's you know when I, when I will take the prize. So, um, I don't know, Courtney. Give me, uh, give me, give me some final thoughts. I want to know what are some things that if they, if somebody listening to this wants to change their life and have the life of their dreams, can you please give me some final thoughts about what somebody really needs to do?
1: Oh, you need to think about it. Think about it often. You need to put it everywhere. You need to plaster it out. You need to create the future board, the vision board, the whatever, whatever, make your Pinterest. Like you have got to put yourself where you want to be often. And that, guys, I really wanted to live in washington i wanted to try it out i wanted to see what that felt like i wanted to move there and then we did it and (laughs) then i also realized i love sunshine i love sunshine and i have got to get myself in the sun and not like i also really love thunderstorms so it's not that i don't love rain y'all but we didn't even have thunderstorms there i had to figure out where are we going to live and i had to literally put that in front of my face All the flipping time. I had to surround myself with people that I wanted to become, right? Like you need to spend time with the five people. Like the the people that you spend the most time with are the people that you become. Yep. And if you don't like who they are up the level that they're operating at, then you need to shift your your circle of people. And it doesn't have to be in physical form. So make sure that you're checking who you're surrounding yourself with, check what's in front of your face. Just put that visualization in there for you, write it down and, and truly back to that goes back to that self-love. You are so incredibly worthy of wanting more. You're incredibly worthy of and deserving of all of these things. You have got to figure out what your life, your dream life looks like and get yourself there because everything shifted when we moved to Texas and it wasn't just one thing. It wasn't just 10 things. It's literally everything. And I want that for each and every single one of you. It didn't... Guys, this journey started... Oh, man. It started It started over... I mean, it's been a lifelong journey for me. And by finding my husband and, and being with a partner that wants to get better every single day, too, mm-hmm. made the biggest difference out of anything in this world because we raise our children together. I spend every single day with that man. We work together from home. So uh and he's definitely one of those top five people so i'm just gonna say like write it down put it in your face biggest foremost and and look at who you are spending the most of your time with those are my those are my ending thoughts for you all i love that well i know you guys got
0: value from this i would definitely go back and listen a second time there's a ton of notes to take i've got pages of notes from courtney you should have pages of notes from courtney and uh, as always, make sure you screenshot this. Put it in your Instagram story, your Facebook story. You can tag at Courtney Shortney because she's very small. <laughs> uh, but I love you very much. And I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing your story and some tips on manifesting and creating lives of their dreams. Uh, with so many people, it means a lot to me. And uh, newsflash, you are my favorite. So
1: ah, I love you.
0: <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Give me more babies.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.